Good evening and welcome to the Upper Marion Township Board of Supervisors business meeting. Today is June 8th, 2023, and the time is 7.05. Please join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. And I'll begin roll call to my right. Bill Genoway. Tina Garzillo. Carol Kenny. Greg Wax. Tony Hannity, Township Manager. John Walco from the Solicitor's Office. Leanna Colubriel, Township Engineer. And Supervisor Greg Phillips will be running late for this meeting. He had another commitment, but he will be joining us a little later in the evening. The next item on the agenda is approval of the, minute, uh, the meeting minutes. There are no minutes to approve this evening, so we'll, we will bypass that. The next item on the agenda is Chairman's comments, and I have a few comments for this evening. The first one is following this business meeting, we will have an exec, exec session to discuss legal matters and personnel matters. Um, the other item I'd like to report on is uh, employee service awards for 2022. We recently had an uh, employee appreciation luncheon for our staff, and uh, I wanted to give some of the highlights of um, their five-year increments of um, service uh, performed from our employees. This first one is an astronomical number, and just kudos to this person, uh, 50 years of service to our township, June Geigas. When I saw that number, I was just astounded. And we recently had a retiree, Barb Chalk, that also uh, served with the township for 50 years. Um, the next category is for 30 years, and we have three of those employees. I wanted to recognize Joe Bartlett, Catherine Lair, Betty Jane Moralia. For 25 years, we have six employees, William Daywalt, Charles, Charles DeVitis, Daniel Ledgerton, Constance Marinello, Kenneth Myers, and Dan Russell. And the last one I'll report on is for 20 years, and we have three employees in that category, John Brennan, Kathy Dolan, and Christine Panice. So thank you to these employees for your dedication to our township. We appreciate all that you do for us. And now I have an announcement. Um, Saturn News, we recently had a passing of one of our uh, longtime employees, actually was with UMGA-TV, and uh, his name is Brian Hendricks, and he was with the township for, 20, for a little over 20 years. He, his service to uh, uh, township residents as a member of the UMGA-TV staff began in 2003. Brian was diligent in performing many critical tasks that helped the TV services department operate efficiently, which included operating one of the cameras during our business meetings like this evening. He would have been here. He always went out of his way to assist coworkers and visitors to the building in any way that he could. In spite of a long-standing chronic health issue, Brian always kept a positive and pleasant attitude while he was here at work. Brian's absence is deeply felt and he would truly be missed. So let's take a moment of silence and just uh, some thoughts for Brian and his family and friends. And thank you. And I know the UMGA TV staff um, will miss him dearly. All right, the next item on the agenda is the uh, citizen board vacancies. We have a few vacancies, some of them are beginning to fill in. Uh, the first one is for the Community Center Advisory Board, a student member, we have one vacancy. For the Environmental Advisory Council, we have one vacancy. For Human Relations Commission, 
There are two vacancies, but they are for alternate positions. The Public Safety Citizen Advisory Board has one vacancy. The Upper Marion Foundation Subcommittee has one vacancy. And finally, the Upper Marion Historical Commission has three vacancies. So put the word out there. Uh, if you have any family, friends, uh, neighbors that might be interested in serving on one of these citizens' boards, please have them fill out an application. We'll get them interviewed and get them serving on one of our boards. The boards are really vital for a lot of the governance that we do in the township, so we appreciate our citizen boards a lot and would like to fill some of these positions. Now we go into new business on our agenda, and tonight is one of my favorite nights. We will be um, doing promotions for two of our police officers, and I see that Chief Nolan has come to the podium, and I'll uh, turn the floor over to him. Thank you. One of my favorite nights as well. Uh, good evening, members of the board, Mr. Hamaday, and our citizens. Uh, we are here tonight to conduct the formal uh, swearing-in ceremony for two members of our department who are being promoted due to the retirement of Sergeant Andy Fiddler after nearly 27 years of dedicated service to Upper Murray Township. His retirement results in a vacancy in the sergeant's position, and then ultimately it causes a vacancy in the corporal level as officers are promoted up the ranks. In our department, um, we employ an outside agency to conduct the promotional testing process. While each officer is evaluated internally for promotional rating score, the majority of the process is done outside of the department to maintain fairness and impartiality. And I can assure you that this process ex is extremely rigorous uh, that all of these officers go through to be promoted. It's a very competitive nature. And at this point, I'll, we'll be conducting the formal swearing in. I'll call Officer Scott Samuels forward to be promoted to the rank of corporal. Scott was hired as an Upmarine Township police officer in January of 2017 after previously serving three and a half years with the Virginia Beach Police Department. He has spent more than six years in the patrol division. Scott was recently the recipient of our department's highest award for valor for his actions against an armed aggressor in December of 2022. Scott has studied criminal justice at Orange County Community College. And next I'll call Corporal Marty Menango forward to be promoted to the rank of Sergeant. Marty was hired as an Upmarine Township Police Officer in June of 2001. He was promoted to Corporal in May of 2019. Marty has served as a field training officer, firearms instructor, and an armorer. He served for four years as, de as a detective in the Special Investigation Unit, and Marty studied criminal justice at Westchester University. And I'll call District Judge James Gallagher forward to administer the oath. Ready? Raise your right hand. Repeat after me. I and then state your name. I and Scott Samuels. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend. That I will support and defend. The Constitution of the United States of America. The Constitution of the United States of America. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Together with the laws and ordinances. Together with the laws and ordinances. Of Upper Marion Township. Of Upper Marion Township. And I will discharge the duties. And I will discharge the duties. Of my position with fidelity. Of my position with fidelity. And without consideration. And without consideration. To a person's race or color. To a person's race or color. Sex or religious creed. Sex or religious creed. Sexual orientation. Sexual orientation. Age or national origin. Age or national origin. Ancestry. Ancestry. Handicap or disability. Handicap or disability. Congratulations. Good job. 
And now a member of their family will pin on their new badges. The next item on our agenda also involves the police department. And this is for the police collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, approval of a memorandum of understanding between the township and the police of Upper Marion Township, amending the current collective bargaining agreement for the contract years 2023 through 2027 as outlined in said memorandum. Madam Chair, I'll make a motion that we uh, adopt the memorandum of understanding as written. I'll second that motion. Is there any discussion? from the board? Is there any discussion from the public? Hearing and say, seeing none, we are in a position to take a vote on this. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Passes four to zero. Congratulations. The next item on our agenda is the proclamation to honor Juneteenth, June 19, 2023, and I have asked Supervisor Greg Wax to read the proclamation this evening. Thank you, Madam Chair. Proclamation. Whereas President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation on January 1, 1863, declaring the, the slaves in the Confederate territory free, paving the way for the passing of the 13th Amendment, which formally abolished slavery in the United States of America, and whereas word about the signing of the Emancipation Proclamation was delayed some two and a half years to June 19, 1865, in reaching authorities and African Americans in the South and Southwest, and whereas Emancipation Day observations are held on different days in different states in the South and Southwest and in other parts of the nation. And whereas June 19 has a special meaning to African Americans and is called Juneteenth, combining the words June and 19th, and has been celebrated by the African American community for over 150 years. Now, therefore, be it proclaimed, the Board of Supervisors of Upper Marion Township do hereby declare June 19th, 2023 as Juneteenth in the Township of Upper Marion and urge all citizens to become more aware of the significance of the celebration in African-American history and in the heritage of, heritage of our nation. Proclaimed this eighth day of June, 2023, in Upper Marion Township, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, attested to by Township Manager Tony Hamaday and Chair of the Board of Supervisors, Tina Garzillo. Thank you, Madam Chair. May I accept a motion to adopt this proclamation? I'll make the motion to adopt the proclamation. And I'll second. Any conversation or comments from the board? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we are in a position to take a vote on this. All in favor? Aye. Aye. This passes four to zero. Thank you. Now we move to the consent agenda items on our agenda. The first one, resolution 2023-19, disposition of township records, authorization to dispose of township records as described in said resolution in accordance with the Pennsylvania Municipal Records Act. Number two, resolution 2023-20, Mansell Mill Townhouse Development, Act 537 Sewer Facilities Planning Module, 
approval of the sewage facilities planning module for the Mansell Mill townhouse development, Mansell Mill Road, and authorize the proper township officials to submit the modules to Pennsylvania DEP approval as a revision to the Townships Act 537 sewage facilities plan. Number three, resolution number 2023-21, disposition of personal property, authorization to, set, to sell at auction a used Ford Escape and Explorer with a value of approximately $7,000. Number four, Abrams Pumping Station, Valley Brook Pumping Station, Trout Run Pumping Station upgrade project, contract payment number four, Blooming Glen Contractors, approval of payment application number four to Blooming Glen Contractors in the amount of $21,565.39 for work completed to date on the upgrade project as recommended by the Township Consulting Engineer. May I ask for a motion to approve the consent agenda? So moved. Second. Any, any comments? Uh, I just have one point of clarification on item three. Um, is the figure of the value of $7,000 per vehicle, or is that total? Cumulative total for both of them. For both. Yeah, one is five and one is two. Okay, thank you very much. Any other comments? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we are in position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Opposed? Passes four to zero. And I see that Supervisor Greg Phillips has now joined us for the evening. Good evening, everyone. Happy graduation season. <laughs> Next item on the agenda is item E, business tax appeal for Kuma LLC, uh, 201 Main Street, King of Prussia to consider a business tax appeal from Kuma at 201 Main Street, King of Prussia, requesting the waiver of late fee tax years for years 2020 and 2021. Um, there are two parts of this late fee. There's a penalty and an interest, and I believe under tonight's consideration, we are considering waiving the penalty. No, we are considering waiving the interest. I apologize, backwards. <laughs> My apology. Madam Chair, I'll make a motion to um, approve the agenda item, including the waiver of the interest. Is there a second? I'll second that. Any comments from the board? Any comments from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. This passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda, item F, public hearing, an ordinance amending the Upper Marion Township Zoning Code, section 165-219.1, conditional use procedure to require conditional use applications to be submitted to the Upper Marion Township Planning Commission and applicants to appear before the Planning Commission prior to the conditional use hearing. I entertain a motion. So moved. A second? Second. Any, any um, comments about anything from the public? I, I do have one comment. Oh, uh, this, this, this was reviewed by the Planning Commission. There were no comments from the Planning no, Commission. Commission. So, so, Madam Chair, for this public hearing, which we will adjourn into at this time, there are five board exhibits uh, for the record. Uh, first board exhibit one is the ordinance itself. Board exhibit two is the proof of the uh, legal notice. Proof of publication in the Times Herald for tonight's hearing, which was published on May 24th and May 31st. 
Board Exhibit 3 is the proof of submission of this ordinance to the Montgomery County Law Library on May 8th. Board Exhibit 4 is the May 8th proof of submission to the Montgomery County Planning Commission. Board Exhibit 5 is the May 8th proof of submission to the Upper Marion Planning Commission. And uh, just as a brief summary, this would require that conditional use applications be submitted to the Upper Marion Planning Commission for review and also require applicants to appear before the Upper Marion Planning Commission to review that application uh, so that the Planning Commission may submit an advisory opinion uh, on that application to the board for the board to have during the uh, subsequently scheduled conditional use hearing. Are there any questions from the public? Hearing and seeing none or any questions from the board? So I just want to make a comment, if I can. Um, one of the reasons why this, this ordinance is in its position currently is because we found ourselves on routine matters having a conditional use before us that had never been before the Planning Commission. And I think every one of us here on the board at some point had asked, have you been to the Planning Commission? And of course, it wasn't required. So now we're kind of uh, filling in that gap and making our, our, our process, I believe, consistent and uniform uh, for all land development. So I think this is really a, a good thing and I'll be supporting this ordinance. And I would add again that at the Planning Commission meeting there was discussion that supported exactly what Mr. Phillips said, that why does it go back and forth from time to time? So this should be much cleaner. And with that, um, there being no comments from the public, we will close this public hearing on this ordinance and adjourn back into the public meeting. For this ordinance is now in a position to be voted upon by this board. We are now in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda, item G, preliminary. Final Land Development Plan, Norsini, 121 East Church Road, consideration of a preliminary final land development plan for Charles and Janet Norsini, 121 East Church Road, prepared by Woodrow and Associates, dated January 3, 2023, as revised for the construction of a 1,080-square-foot pole barn and associated improvements on the 43,380-square-feet property, including waivers as outlined in said resolution, LI Limited Industrial Resolution 2023-18. This development plan has come forward to us um, a, a few times, um, has gone through our, our workshops, and uh, we've uh, we um, have uh, have addressed some issues with waivers and variances, and um, an agreement with a with the developer and his architect. And they are not present this evening, but I believe we are still in a position to take a vote on this matter. So, um, may I ask for a motion on this? Uh, I'll move to um, approve resolution uh, for preliminary final with the uh, waivers. Is there second. A second? Any comments from the board on this? <coughs> thank uh, you, Madam Chair. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Just very briefly, um, we have discussed this matter in workshop on two or three different occasions, so it has been fully vetted by the Board of Supervisors. Thank you, Madam Chair. Okay, I would just like to thank the owners who were working with us to come to a good conclusion, we hope, uh, just prior to the, uh, the vote that we're going to have tonight. Any additional I'm good comment? now. You're good? 
Okay, we're in a position to take a vote on this. Oh, anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Passes five to zero. The next item on our agenda is item H, the Montgomery 2023 Montgomery County Consortium Fuel Contract Bid Award, awarding of the 2023 Consortium Fuel Contract as bid by Upper Marion Township on behalf of the Consortium to Petroleum Traders of Fort Wayne, Indiana for the bid prices as follows. One, regular unleaded gasoline, 87 octane oil price information service, Philadelphia weekly average plus 0.1311 cents bidder margin. Number two, super unleaded gasoline, 93 octane, Philadelphia weekly average plus 0 0.0290 bitter margin. Number three, B2 diesel, Philadelphia weekly average plus 0 0.2350 bitter margin. Entertain a motion. I'll make a motion to, uh, for the consortium fuel contract bid award. Is there a second? Second. second. Any comments from the board? Any comments from the public? Yeah, yeah, Madam Chair, the only comment I have is this is for the entire county, correct? Yes. So, so we have we have have been in the past and continue to be sort of the the, the entity responsible for bidding out countywide. Correct. So we bid it for everybody, and everybody then uh, each municipality then would uh, approve the, the in their own acceptance of the bid award. But yes, you're right. We we've done that 15 plus years. Okay. Thank you. Ready to take a vote? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. Next item on the agenda, item I, Professional Services Agreement, Wastewater Treatment Pump and Control Replacement Project, Aero Consulting, consideration of a professional services agreement in the amount of $60,990 with Aero Consulting of Westchester, Pennsylvania for the design, bidding, administration, and construction inspection services for the 2023 Pump and Control Replacement Project at the Trout Run Water Control Center's main station, Abrams Pump Station, and the Balagamingo Pump Station, recommended by the Director of Public Works. I entertain a motion to accept this agreement. So moved. Okay, oh, go ahead. I'll make the motion then. And he said, Supervisor Phillips second. Okay, thank you. Any comments from the board on this? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in the position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Aye. It's passes five to zero. Item J, Professional Services Agreement, 2023 Pollution Control Center Head Headworks Influence Screening Unit Modification Project, Aero Consulting, consideration of a professional services agreement in the amount of $99,030 with Aero Consulting of Westchester, Pennsylvania for the design, bidding, administration, and construction inspection services for the 2023 Water Pollution Contr Control Center Headworks Influent Screening Unit Modification Project at the Matsunk and Trout Run Treatment Centers as recommended by the Director of Public Works. Is there a motion to accept this agreement? I'll make Se that. Second. <laughs> Any comments from the board? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none, we're in a position to take a vote. All in favor? Passes five to zero. Item K, permission to advertise. This is for the single use product ordinance 
authorization to advertise a proposed ordinance for consideration at the July 14, 2023 business meeting, which will regulate the distribution and use of single-use products within the township, including plastic bags, utensils, straws, and polystyrene containers order to protect, in order to protect the health, safety, and welfare of the residents by reducing plastics pollution. Is there a motion to um, authorize to um, advertise? I'll make that motion. No, I'll, I'll second. Any comments from the board? Madam Chair. Yeah, this is just a motion to advertise. Um, we'll be voting on this as the chair said at the July business meeting, but this is a very big deal. Thank you, yes. Madam Chair. Anything from the public? Can you please uh, come to the podium? Please um, state your name and address, and the floor is yours. Hello, my name is Matt McCaffrey. I'm from 142 Henderson Avenue, Rebel Hill. Uh, thank you for uh, bringing this to the, uh, the board's attention, the Environmental Advisory Council, uh, uh, Supervisor Kenny. This is a really important thing, like Supervisor Wax said. Uh, it's terrible for our environment. It's bad for business. It just needs to be done. You know, human civilization and marketing has been going on for well, I don't know, depends on what you think, like maybe a million years. Like plastic, plastic bags have just like come into the ether in the last 40 years and it's out of convenience, but it's killing our planet and that just can't be. So on behalf of myself, being a grocery guy too, I want to stipulate that, and uh, being the new Mike Napolitan and uh, on behalf of the Republican committee, uh, we fully endorse this proposal and uh, I'm not gonna come back when you guys vote on it, if you need me to, I will, but uh, on behalf of the Republican Committee and myself and my family, this is a great thing and I appreciate it, Supervisor Kenny. Have a nice night. Thank you, so thank you for your comments and I appreciate the reach across the aisle. That's really nice to hear that we do have a common cause we do want to see our environment be healthy for all of us and cleaned up as in as far as we can uh, I appreciate the email that you sent to all of us in support of this and uh, thank you very much for coming here tonight to express your opinions we appreciate I appreciate it thank you We already did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're in a position to take a vote. <laughs> All in favor. Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. I just wanted to hear it again, I, I suppose. <laughs> Let's vote on this twice. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the, the next item on our agenda is item eight, accounts payable and payrolls. Do Motion to pay the bills. Is there a second? Second. Any, any comments from the board? Anything from the public? Hearing and seeing none. Position to take a vote. All in favor? Aye. Passes five to zero. The next item on the agenda is additional business. And does anyone have? We'll yeah, let me, right. if I might start, I appreciate everybody's patience uh, with my being delayed. Uh, it is graduation season, and I had the privilege of watching my youngest daughter uh, receive an award for academic uh, excellence tonight. Upper Marion is actually, and it may still be going on, 
having their senior academic awards is something that Upper Marion's done since 1961. And I, I will tell you, the kids are impressive. Uh, we have a new generation that's coming up that's going to be very, very well um, placed to actually lead in the future. Um, the 12th is graduation, and because graduation is not only happening, I think Norristown did it today. Um, you know, it's graduation season. Beware of your surroundings. I know there's going to be lots of parties and, and celebrations going on, but the last thing we want is to have a celebration end in the, in the way that is uh, very, very sad. So uh, please, please uh, keep, keep track of your friends and your family. Uh, and make sure that everybody's safe and has a, a real good celebration. Thank you, I'm sure. I have a couple things tonight, Madam Chair, and the first one I'm going to read because there's no way I'm going to remember all of this. But uh, as is typical over the most recent years in Upper Marion, we will have a July 4th celebration. So I just wanted to let everybody know what can be expected on July the 4th. Of course, it's a Tuesday this year. The celebration, of course, is going to be held at Hoys Park. The event will feature a carnival operated by Tons of Fun from 3 until 10. A beer garden provided by Workhorse Brewing and a variety of food trucks will be available starting at 4 p.m. Uh, among them are Carmona Mobile Foods, Gourmet Jerk Shack, Hedgehog Grill, Impresso Coffee, Kono Pizza, Petrucci's, Two Street Sammy's, Owl's Water Rice and Treats, Tokyo Sushi, Fruit of Our Labor Smoothies, Potluck Truck, Maria's Baby Cakes, and Kona Ice. So you have a variety. Uh, there will be a live concert by Plush, but the time has not yet been determined that they will start. Fireworks will begin at dusk, which will be approximately 9.15 on July the 4th. There will be limited parking available at Hoyser Park. Primarily, that's for those who need uh, quick access uh, in and out, uh, those that are handicapped. Uh, the additional parking, as is typical, will be held at the Fucus Center at 4000 Gertie's Boulevard. Walk down the hill, and you're right into Hoyser Park. <laughs> Due to the fireworks, road closures will be occurring. Starting at 3 p.m., all vehicles will be directed to the Fucus Center parking lot. Handicap parking will be at Hoyser and the Fucus Center lot both. Barricades will be placed on Bidler Road between Saratoga and Route 23 at 8 p.m. At that time, all vehicles leaving Hoyser Park will be required to make a right turn onto Bidler Road. The event is free to the public, family, and kid dog friendly. Please make sure your dogs are leashed at all times and any signs of aggressiveness uh, could result in being asked to leave the festivities. And uh, we recommend that dogs leave the event prior to the fireworks beginning at 9 p.m. So while, that's... While we're on the July 4th um, celebration, I wanted to uh, make a comment about uh, road construction that will be happening at that time. There'll be some utility work being done on 23 and... Um, uh, yes, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, Pendant will be doing some stormwater work. If anybody's been down on by the road at the park entrance, there's been a plate on by the road for about two years. They'll finally be doing it. And of course, they're going to be doing it over our July 4th celebration. So we're hopeful that they are able to do that work and be finished before July 4th. But in any case, they've assured us and we've, we'll work with them through our public works and the police to make sure that the day before and the day of uh, well, obviously not the, the, the July 4th, but the road would be open uh, and passable for both, you know, emergency vehicles as well as for the public. So, so you're just going to be need to be a little extra cautious in that area. Yeah. yeah thank you for that update on that. Yeah. Okay, item number two, we're going to stay with July the 4th. Uh, obviously, every year we have concerns about 
fireworks being handled by citizens of Upper Marion Township and each year we tend to see an incident or two where someone's injured as a result of those fireworks. Remember that fireworks have a place, fireworks have a place where they're not supposed to be and that's in the hands of children or in the hands of anyone who does not know how to use a firework. So please, alcohol and fireworks also don't mix. So during the 4th of July holiday, please leave the fireworks activities to those who are professionals at it uh, and, and stay safe. Now also, we have seen uh, in, in the region, not necessarily not for Mary, but in the region, a number of grilling incidents that have occurred. Uh, everything ranging from broken fuel tanks and, and lines to uh, people putting them too close to houses. Uh, not too many burnt foods though, so uh, there is some good out of this. But the bottom line is, if you are going to be doing grilling, Please make sure that you have the grill sufficient space away from your dwelling uh, or your living area. And uh, secondly, make sure that the device is in good working order. Again, we want the holidays to be safe and not create a problem for you. And last but not least, uh, last item under public safety, the annual EMS subscription letters have been released to the public. Uh, this is voluntary. You do not have to do this, but essentially this is gap insurance for you that if you have a need to be transported by the ambulance, then uh, there would be a, a balance bill which occurs, and this would take care of pretty much your balance bill uh, should something like that occur. And that is whatever your insurance carrier does not pay. Um, with that, thank you. Madam and Chair. Happy Fourth, everybody. May I make an inquiry of Supervisor Genoa? Excuse me? Is there a, um, for those people who buy fireworks and don't use them all, is there place or, or way to dispose of them? That's a good question. Uh, in the past, there have been calls placed to either the police or the fire department, and uh, an officer has, has gone out to um, assist and determine what could be done and how that should be handled. So if they have a question about that, they should simply call the police on a non-emergency number uh, or call the fire department on a non-emergency number, and someone would come out and assist them. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I have two things to mention this evening. Um, the first, time, first place, I'd like to express my thanks to the Erickson family, to Patty Erickson, who is head of the Southeast Pennsylvania uh, Autism Association, or the Philadelphia area, to her daughter, Patty, and to uh, Patty's husband, Rob Erickson, and to the Autism Association of Pennsylvania, and especially to Steve Sowenbach. Uh, this past Sunday, they sponsored an event to make weighted blankets for kids and other people who have autism. They are a big help uh, in people with those conditions, and uh, they did a great job. It was very enjoyable. I attended with my daughter-in-law, and uh, I just wanna say thank you to all those involved and to all the people who were there who were working on the same, for the same purpose. Uh, secondly, I'd like to also mention that I went to Harrisburg on Monday to the Alzheimer's Day, and this is the second time I've gone. Uh, Alzheimer's and other types of dementia, uh, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that this is a virtual uh, epidemic in not just our country, but in the world in general. Almost every person that I speak to about Alzheimer's or dementia everyone knows either a family member or someone, a neighbor, a friend 
whose spouse or whose parent uh, suffers from this disease. Um, unfortunately, Pennsylvania considers this, um, it does not consider this a, uh, an illness. They consider it just a condition. Uh, because of that, Alzheimer's is, doesn't get the kind of funding that it needs it, to find causes and hopefully find a cure. So I went on Monday to lobby for two things. The Alzheimer's Association uh, is, support, is sponsoring a bill or supporting a bill um, that's not quite yet ready to be voted on. It's upcoming legislation. It's asking for $750,000 annually for Alzheimer's support. Um, I would encourage anyone who cares about this topic to contact our local senator, Amanda Capaletti, or anyone in her office, and also Representative Briggs, and again, anyone in his office, and express your support for the 750,000 annual ask. Uh, it's really a drop in the bucket. Um, I went with uh, a an, an friend from Upper Marion, and we were told that this is uh, really a drop in the bucket for the overall budget in the state, which is in the billions of dollars. Secondly, there is a Senate Bill 520. Uh, it has, as of yesterday, it passed out of the Health and Human Services Committee, and this bill is designed to allow Medicaid to pay for assisted living. Currently, it does not. And the importance to me for this bill uh, is that dementia and Alzheimer's and associated illnesses are lumped in together as they consider them assisted living. They don't consider it worthy of actual medical support. There's, a, from personal experience, I know they are very, very different. I have seen friends, parents, I have seen relatives in assisted living, and my husband was in Arden with Alzheimer's um, five, <clears throat> five years ago. They are definitely different things. Um, we need to have Medicaid pay for dementia care as well as um, paying for assisted living. If someone has dementia care and runs out of money and they need to be, have their, their care paid for by Medicaid, they must leave the specialized Medicaid institution and go to a nursing home where there is A, not specialized care, and B, the cost is twice of what it costs at a dementia care facility. So from even, never mind the humanitarian point of view, from an economic point of view, it makes no sense at all. So again, that's SB 520. And again, I would encourage you to contact the same people, Senator Capaletti and Representative Briggs. Tell your personal stories. They're very powerful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us, Supervisor Kenny. And um, now I'll turn the floor over to Supervisor Wax. And I was wondering if you were going to share anything about last evening's um, award ceremony. That is exactly what I'm going to talk about in my one point of additional business. Uh, last night, Upper Marion Township and Valley Forge Casino Resort held the annual Board of Community Assistance Awards. Uh, the turnout at the Board of Community Assistance Awards last night was fantastic. Approximately 145 people RSVP'd 
and turnout, the actual numbers mirrored that very closely. It may have, in fact, been the largest turnout ever for the Board of Community Assistance Awards. I want to take a moment this time, once again, to thank the members of the BCA for all they do to make this possible. I want to thank Valley Forge Casino Resort for being such a great corporate citizen, for providing these funds year after year to help, to help organizations which provide services to Upper Marion Township residents and graduating high school seniors who reside in Upper Marion with scholarships as they continue their education after high school graduation. More on that in a second. I also want to thank township staff, specifically Jerry Vatimo, but also Lisa Roulette, as well as all our friends at the Public Information Office and UMGA-TV for being there to help film the event. It really was fantastic. Now, back very briefly to the scholarships. Uh, for those who attended last night or who may have watched the joint meetings with our citizen boards, specifically the Board of Community Assistance, there is a good chance that next year the Board of Community Assistance Scholarships program is going to be expanded from seniors to juniors and seniors. Uh, the BCA still needs to make a presentation to the Board of Supervisors and the board would have to adopt it but I think that the feedback was good from the Board of Supervisors when the BCA um, made that suggestion. And if this is something, a change that is implemented by the Board of Supervisors, I have no doubt that you will hear about it in the coming months. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you for reporting on that. And it was, it was a great evening last night. And it was great to see all the, um, the students coming in, getting their, their awards. And the, the turnout last night was different than it had been in the past. So that was very nice to see. Um, I only have two additional brief comments to make. I wanted to um, let everyone know um, that's listening at home about two openings that are coming up in the township. The first one is Top Golf on uh, North Golf Road there by the casino on, and First Avenue. Um, the soft opening is expected to be sometime next week, I believe, and uh, by the end of the month that will be open. And the other one I wanted to report on is Gaucho Prime Steakhouse. It's the restaurant that is going in where Ruth's Chris's Steakhouse used to be there on, um, on North Golf Road as well. And they're anticipating opening by the end of the month that um, they had been approved to open uh, prior to the pandemic. And then the pandemic just threw their timing off completely. So finally, that location is going to be filled. And it will be, uh, it will be a model that's similar to Fogo de Chao. So if you think of that, of that model, um, the, this Brazilian Steakhouse will be very similar to that. So we're looking forward to Top Golf opening and then Gaucho Prime Steakhouse. And with that being said, I think that we are in a position to um, have a motion to adjourn. So move to adjourn. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Passes five to zero. Good night, everyone.